They're very hands-on, engaged parents. Yeah. Albeit somewhat re- unrealistic sometimes. <laughs> That's what it is. I love my parents. The biggest fans. Wait, we haven't started yet. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no, we oh. haven't. No, we haven't started yet. Well, it is recording. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. There's nothing. Like, you better not throw me under the bus. I would never. I would never throw you under the bus. You know, you're a stand-up guy, and everything that your parents think about you is true, and you don't do anything else other than they know. That's all I know. That's all anyone needs to know. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll keep that part in, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Harco Meets Humans. I'm here with very special guests to kick off bloody season two. Yes. It's, it's it's Louis, it's Theo from Daffodils. Hey guys. Hello. How's it going? Thanks for having us. Oh, <laughs> it's so cute. I mean, we've I've had you before. I've had both of you before. You had us once before. Yeah, we had <laughs> at the same time. But <laughs> it was a lot of cheese and beer and it was the first time. Yeah. The first podcast. That was under the like bright red sky of the Aussie bushfires, though. Yeah. Yeah, we should let people know that the very first time I ever interviewed someone for the idea of it being some kind of recorded something was coming around to Theo's house. Louis was there and sitting down and talking to you guys mm. and filming it with GoPros at that stage and editing it all myself, which is the dumbest thing in the world. We lost the budget for the GoPros. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we were definitely like, lost nah. that. No way. <laughs> you know, you just get lazier as you get older, guys. I just want to... Which is bad news for you guys. Oh, I already knew that. <laughs> but yeah, and but the, you know, once once the podcast changed, that kind of I think I just lost it. I think I didn't don't know if it ever. I might have uploaded it, but then it's gone somewhere. I can't find it again. And mm. but I still credit you guys as the very first ever guests that just haven't had an episode officially released yet. You're like the bootleg favorites. If anyone can find it, I'd love to hear what we talked about. Uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, I think we talked about R&V. Oh, yeah, we definitely did. Yeah? Yeah, I think and that I wonder, was just after our first one. <laughs> I wonder if it would be any different to how you guys feel about R&V now, because you would have been pre-R&V or post-R&V at that post. point? Just, just post. post. Honestly, I'd go to any festival now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> we didn't know how bloody treat. lucky we had it. <laughs> Fucking yeah. R&A. Yeah, I'm keen to go to RNA. Bro, Wanaka's beautiful. Yeah, oh I've been there once when I was eight. There's a I reason. I got to hang out in a massage chair for like three or four hours. Oh, la di da. La di da. There's a reason all those Auckland escapees went to um, Wanaka. Capital during of, the lockdown. Capital of massage chairs. <laughs> yeah, capital of massage chairs. And then I should say that we had. I think we were booked. I think you guys were the ones booked in to do the podcast officially, this episode, on the week of the... Delta. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the we Delta missed it by one day. Yeah, it was, you're kind of cursed. You've cursed me. <laughs> yep, yep. And we've got you in here and the country, we, we booked you in and then the country went to alert level red as well, so... We've kind of cursed ourselves, I think. Mm. Yeah, how many gigs have you guys played in the last year? Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> no, three. Uh, we played one for sucks. Chloe Swarbrick last year in May. Shout out Chloe Swarbrick. Shout out yeah, Chloe shout Swarbrick. Out. Sorry, I'll turn my phone sound off. So unprofessional. What is? I can. Whoops. I need young, to leave that on. The young guys in here right now. Yeah, shout out. Just Chloe want Swarbrick. everyone to know that I have an iPhone. 
Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Because mm. you guys are like, we're a real live band vibe, eh? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely the main thing, I think. Just the point of being a band, I think. Yeah. Was that. When you weren't playing shows, did it even feel like you were still a band? I know I was making fun of you guys for not actually being a band anymore. But did it feel no, that we, way? we broke up for six months, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. I think everyone did, right? Yeah, it felt like being in hibernation, kind of. But you sort of forget for weeks at a time that it exists. And then you're just like, oh, yeah, that that's a thing we used to do, eh? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did actually I hope find that, that when again, I was writing like, music as well. Like, just the, the idea of not having anything coming up. Mm. really like didn't help my productivity like a lot of the time i'm like quite good when i'm working to a deadline but in lockdown no fucking deadlines and it's like quite hard to motivate to write stuff when it feels like there's nothing that you can even plan because we had no idea like when it was going to end either so it was like if i write this song what am i writing it for and also, what am I writing it about? Like, not a lot happened. <laughs> so I had nothing, to, you know, I didn't really have a lot to write about. Just NFTs, bro. Don't talk to me about the blockchain. <laughs> but that's, I, I, talking about that, they're not NFTs, but <laughs> the writing thing. It, it, it reminded me that you guys do, like, you, you, you would always test out new songs. You'd play them in live sets for ages before yeah. they even got like recorded and released. Yeah. Well, That's I mean, kind of the yeah. part of the process for you guys, eh? Really? Yeah. I guess we never really it? got out of the, the habit of like, you got to play it live before you record it. Yeah. You know, just see to like sits, see if like, it works. Yeah. Um, I still think that's a good method. Yeah, I agree. But it's hard um, these days. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just busking in Albert Park with new songs. Yeah. You're like, well, I think like back when we were doing... <laughs> Heaps of gigs, you know, we'd have, like, quite a few every month. Like, Also, we just didn't have that much released music for ages, so it was yeah. just kind of all, like... Yeah, totally. All, all new songs that were just, you know... But the crowd always knew, like, the ones that weren't even released, right? Because they would come... You guys, there was a period of time... Yeah, there's a couple, like... Yeah, I'm thinking, like, post-all-ages scene, pre-lockdown, where you guys were, like, opening for everyone... Yeah. And playing yeah. a bunch of shows and everyone all knew the songs at the gigs, even the ones that weren't necessarily like released. They're like, oh, it's this one. Yeah, we still get people who ask us to play if we're playing songs that we've never even played since like 2018. You guys or have never got recorded like, or anything. Do you feel like you guys have like real fans? Do you know what I mean? Like people who are like following the band and even no songs that aren't like you, you, you know what I mean? I hope so. yeah, Do you I feel that so. way? like a real yeah. dedicated group of people who like come to our shows a lot? And like we see a lot of the same faces, especially in like Auckland Welly. Did that um, come out of the all ages scene that you guys were involved in, or did that start coming after that? I feel like 2018 was like the year when we we, we were out of high school mm. and we did up so many like bar gigs and we sort of like really built an, a lot of audience that year. Yeah. And I think it, uh, from then on, it sort of felt like we had some fans. Like, yeah. I like the idea that we're kind of a word of mouth band. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, we don't have a ridiculous amount of streams or anything or like any kind of major internet presence. Like I'm pretty fucking useless <laughs> at social media now. Um, and 
you know, it's always kind of felt like we've seen some people at a show and then the next show we do, they've told some of their mates to come and then we see that whole group of people and their mates at the next one. And mm. I've always really liked that, like, community thing. Like, a lot of familiarity. Um, just definitely cool. Yeah. I feel like that comes from being a good live band. I hope so. You know you know what I mean? Like, I think... I hope that's what it is. Like, that's what I always say about Wax Chattels is, like, you would never walk out of a Wax Chattels gig at the end of it and be like, uh, I don't know if, like, if that was really an experience, I was a bit bored or, like, whatever, yeah. you know? Because it's yeah. just like you, you walk out, even if you're like, oh, it wasn't really for me, but that was such a crazy good show. Yeah. You know, people are always going to talk about it and come back, whereas, like, because live and recorded is a completely different thing. And it's you can have all the recording magic in the world, and maybe you'll make it or break it in the recorded music industry and get through to radio, get those streams or all those things. But even then, there's all those bands who will then try and transfer into the live setting. And you, that's when you start getting the like comments or the like kind of live apathy from people being like, oh, yeah, like they were all right. Or like, yeah, it was fine. It was cool to see them. As yeah. opposed to like, they were so good. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like to think about live as just being something that you have to do. Like, I think that's fifty percent, if not more than fifty percent of it. Like, you've got recorded music, you got live music. Those two are one and the same, and you have to be able to do both things. And like, I don't know. Maybe that's from starting off as just a live band. Like, we did so many gigs before we even put any music out. Yeah. Um, and I think that's maybe where that mindset's come from, but it's also where the fans come from. Like if they had only yeah. heard your recorded music, they can't, they might be set up to be disappointed. Totally. Mm. But if you've, you've seen a band live first, then that's where the start of that, that comes from. Like if, you know, they might be disappointed by the, the recorded music, but they don't care because they're always going to be like live music fans mm. yeah or even just like setting in stone people already liking your music you know like it kind of conf- yeah. like a good live show can like confirm that for a lot of people mm. I think because mm. that definitely does it for me you know I can be like kind of on the fence about a band and they do something really fucking good like a show that's like insane and I'll be like okay well I'm a fan of this band now mm. I was like yeah. that with King Giz like I didn't wasn't really a huge fan of them like, I listened to them a bit, but I didn't, you know, I wasn't super Get excited by it. Um, <laughs> but then I saw them live at Laneway. And was it 2020? Laneway? Yeah. Yeah. And they were fucking awesome. And you're like, now I'll get on that bandwagon. We'll listen to whatever they put out, you know? Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But I think that definitely, like, makes or breaks it for me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to love a band that isn't very, you go see them and it's a bit underwhelming live. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's easier to it's easier to love a band that has underwhelming recordings, but you know every time you see them live, it's like awesome. Yeah, mm. that's a, that's an easier way to do it, you know. Yeah, totally. for me anyway. Yeah. I think. How did it? I, I I haven't really ever asked you guys, but there was like that whole period where you were like opening for Foles and opening for all these people, and then playing the big Tuning Fork show and like all this like big kind of stuff was happening did that like fuck with your heads or did it like had it or like did it just did it just seem normal and routine or did it seem like thing like how did you guys 
did you stop and think about how you felt that whole time or how do you feel about it now like looking back on it because I, I you know I'd point out that most bands in Auckland or even New Zealand don't really ha- haven't really had that kind of thing for a while or mm. haven't really done that kind of thing but I don't know if it's if it was obvious to you guys at the time or even now no I don't think it was yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think like it felt like we were making some headway at yeah. that time and then it's hard to really think about where we've gone from there because of COVID. Just and all shut so down, yeah. I don't know. It, f- it feels weird, but it's kind of like, like a floundering a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, we had we did have like a good trajectory that kind of came down quite a lot. Um, but in terms of like getting a big head, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> The thing is, they already had a huge head. So okay, right. We were safe. He's got a large cranium. I actually have physically quite a large yeah, head as well. Wide brim. Hats don't fit me. <laughs> um, I actually broke the the band around my hat on New Year's because my head was too fucking fat. Um, nah, but you know, I think when when we did Rock Quest in year ten, yeah. I kind of got a big head about it then. Yeah, well, that was, and the- I got ego checked so hard. By some of our mates at high school, that oh, yeah. I think I've just been way too nervous that I'm going to come across as a like egotistical douchebag. Oh, got, since then, got, that I like try very hard to not do that. You got tall poppy, did you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> we got I him, did. boys. Now I just do it to myself. <laughs> yeah, you, you've internalized tall pop, yeah. tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, 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 that's crazy, dude. Welcome to New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, totally. Do you, and and now that you've had this like break, and you're like looking to get back into it, do you? Is it the same getting the the stuff you want to get back into and do? Is that the same as what you'd intended and imagined um, before uh, the pandemic, or is it kind of changed like your what you want to be doing since? I think the methods changed, but the yeah, the music. I don't know. It's it's an impossible question to answer. I guess. Who knows what the music would. Podcast would it be over, the I same guess. music? Or? No, it would because most would. of the songs on this new EP I wrote, like one of them I wrote yeah. in my first year of university, which was four years ago. Yeah, I guess it would be the same then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but that is just one song. But that that also leads back into like we've been playing that song live for like three years now. What song? Every once in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it like a. Because I always make fun of you guys for not putting anything out. And well, not finishing things and not putting them out, <laughs> but <laughs> I guess you're kind of like saying that what your your process is just like a, a heavily filtered process that includes kind of playing a song for so long. Like, here's here's a question: Are there songs that you write and then play live for a while and then stop playing live because you're yes. sick of them yes. and and they never come back? Yes. Yeah. There's cool. several. Yeah. Right. So, some, quite, some good ones too. There's actually quite quite a lot. Like we uh, dumped the first song we wrote, which is one of the ones that we have out because none of us like playing it anymore. Classic. Yeah. Jade mind. conveniently lost all the synth sounds for it. Yeah. Shot Jade. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so we don't really play that one anymore. Cool. Uh, and then there's heaps that have gone through the like we've played shows. You know, like, and like pretty big shows too like some of those tuning fork ones where we've like tested out new ones and been like this is sick and they've stayed in the set for a bit and then we've kind of gone oh it's actually not as strong as we thought or like mm. it didn't feel like it was developing at all like I think 
we don't really jam heaps in rehearsals. Right. So sometimes playing through them in front of an audience fills that gap where you like work stuff out about it as you're playing it. Um, yeah. So I think it like does make that makes a plays a part in um, how long it takes us to put new music out. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That said though, there's, there's lots of music with recorded and finished then it's just ready to go. So it's like, it's kind of annoying, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and up until the other week, what, like four songs that we hadn't ever played live before. And that was like kind of a learning experience as well. So, so yeah, how is yeah. that? Cause that's basically the reverse now. So you've, you've written yeah. and recorded them and, and yeah. now you're trying yes. to play them live first. How did that feel? Weird. Weird. Right. Definitely weird. What, was this at Sound Splash, right? No, nah, yeah, it was actually at some. Event. It, it was actually at that <laughs> Super Splash Street yeah. show with um. There's a Tuesday in the Butlers in Park Road, down in. Oh Potter. yeah. Um. Yeah, we like tried tried a bunch of them like with track and stuff to fill it out a little bit. I really want another guitar player and Daffs. If anyone's. Yeah, unfortunately, I've sold all my guitars there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll have to stick with track for a bit. But <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, it was it was really fun, but a lot of them felt quite slow, and I think that was like yeah. But you guys, the point where we were like, we're just speed, speed them up, all your shit up, like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, so they felt disconnected from the, one, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the other, other songs. songs right, like your songs are faster. so fucking quick live. Yeah, it's the too, way it should be. Too too quick. Or? Uh, I don't think so. I think I think <laughs> you know, not too quick. No. But definitely Sometimes quicker. Mm. There's, I remember, I think, seeing you guys at um, Fire Tavern with Soap uh, Dose. Yeah, and yeah. I think that night you played something <laughs> really fucking quick. Yeah. And I was taking photos of something. I was just like, oh, my God, this this <laughs> might be a bit too quick. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah. that happens, yeah. <laughs> it's all just it's part of it. Yeah, when you guys are excited, you know. It's, <laughs> yeah. a, big, it's a good night. Yeah. You guys have played with a bunch of people now, really. Soaked oats, and then like like you're saying, like there's a Tuesday and Butlers and all them, and yeah. international acts and shit like that. Like, I, you guys, you were a part of that all ages scene back in the day, yeah. right? Yeah, well, with kind, the, kind of, of with a as, as much as it existed, different, different band, yeah, different right. various other bands, but like it was definitely a scene of like, but the same bands and same people were playing and yeah, doing that yeah, stuff, yeah, right? yeah, definitely. And then you've moved out of that. Do you think that you just died for a few well, years? Do you think Did. that you're in a scene? Have you been in a scene since? Or are you no? <laughs> do you wish you were? Does the Sean's birthday like scene? No, yeah, no, we, no. We're in a you, scene you, with Sean's you bidet. You aren't in the Sean's bidet scene. Well, no, like we are the scene, scene with Sean's, with Sean's bidet. <laughs> People want to be a part of that scene. Yeah, it's just yeah. our two bands, and that's it. Sometimes darts. Or the band formerly known as, I mean... Scared of Girls. Scared of Girls, it was. There was a couple of Never bands. heard of that band. They don't exist. <laughs> yeah, see, I would say... It's an yeah, urban Sean's legend. Beat, Sean's Beat and Darts are definitely a scene. I just, it's, mm. it, you guys exist in this weird space now, and it kind of sucks. We're well, like well, an honorary member say, of... Does it suck? Uh, the Sean's Day scene. There's a, well, you could call the new scene... Um, like, there's a Tuesday and... The, it's the, like a the couple bands scene. we've been playing with. The yeah. last I feel two. like we come under like, that same umbrella with with those bands. Yeah, is it too is it is is it too grand to say that there wouldn't be bands like 
Park Road and there's a Tuesday doing as well with fans as as they are if there wasn't a daffodils beforehand. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's too bold. To <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> daffodils paved the way so that there's a Tuesday could run. Yeah. I was a no. fucking jet engine. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that movie? No, what is it? Sing Street. Sing Street. It's a great movie. What's Sing Street? It's a coming of age film um, in Ireland about a band and it's just the best. Great soundtrack. Yeah. What it's kind like, of music's on well, the it's soundtrack? Well, it's like a mu- band music. It's like a... <laughs> like it's big band the, music? It's set in the 80s. No, they're a bit like a... Oh, so like Elton John? No. No. <laughs> no, it's like... Um, no, it's like, you know, it's like the, the classic, like, look up to a bull 80s bands. Yeah, like... Like Duran Duran. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Cure. Yeah. That kind of shit. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's super cute. Yeah. I, I'm not... I'm, I'm not... Very pretend. I'm not. I'm like. I'm smooth brain with movies. Like my favorite movie is Independence Day. No, you'll like this thing. <laughs> you'll, so love we. you'll love it. <laughs> okay, <sick. laughs> Do you guys get annoyed? Because, like, it's funny you bring up UK music from the eighties. Mm. <laughs> Do you guys get annoyed? With, like when people are like, "Oh, you guys sound like blah 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 and blah blah blah." Like, you guys sound like those bands from like the new wave in England and shit like that. Like. No, do you get no, much of that? I, I, feel like, I feel like a lot of what we do fair comes enough. from that. Yeah, fair. Because I've never actually... The funny thing for me has always been that your music has sounded like that, but I've never, ever, ever, ever hung out with you and you've listened to anything like that. Every time I fucking <laughs> hang out with you, you're listening. we're listening to drum and bass or we're listening to some fucking like, hyper-pop shit. And then you can't just pick up guitars and make that stuff. Well, I think it's... You know, I think what we, what we listen to has changed heaps. Like, I was definitely a little bit more tribal about what I listened to when I was at high school. Like oh, I was yeah. like I was the fucking nineteen seventy five Stan. I loved the Cure. I loved the Smiths. I was a little fucking indie boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now we just like music for the sake of liking music, you know. And I so feel I feel like, like you like can't listen to too much of your genre while you're making it, you know. Right. Like, yeah. Otherwise, you just end up stuck in the same, same sort of like sonic space yeah. as all of those bands, you know. Like I don't want, I don't want to pigeonhole myself mm. you have to listen because if you just if you just listen to the same music in your genre you're not bring, gonna bring anything new to the table like you need to bring that from somewhere else you know yeah so that's why we're introducing drum and bass <laughs> <laughs> into our set yes yeah, just do your drum the, the daffodils drum and bass song yeah <laughs> no but actually like a lot of the new ep i feel like there's a little bit more of the sort of folky country influence, not it doesn't sound like that, but there's a little bit of influence from it that there's goes a, there's into some, it. There's some, there's some, there's some acoustic, acoustic guitar. guitar. Oh my god, Nashville tuning. on the full band songs. It's not a fucking twelve string, is it? Nah, it's Nashville no, tuning <laughs> six string though. It's basically Might as well a twelve be. string. <laughs> it's, Me and Louis actually came up with a good hack the other day. I feel like people already know about this, but I think we came up with a good hack the other day. I hadn't heard about it before. Louis was like, we'll do this. It'll sound mean. <laughs> and um, we just had two, we had two, acu- was it? no, no, it was one acoustic guitar, guitar track, like a six string one. And then we recorded an electric guitar acoustically and then panned it. It know? sounded mean. It I feel like cool. I'm going to sound stupid amongst all the producers when I say I've never heard of that, but that was quite exciting. I was like, damn, it actually sounds like a 12 string. <laughs> Different timbres, mm. you know, it's, it's the difference between, just filling your track with 
heaps and heaps of different instruments playing different parts and just yeah. filling you and then like it's sounding like a clusterfuck and then yeah. actually having like there's really only th- it's like the Billie Eilish approach there's like three parts to this but each part has like a whole ar- sound array of different timbres doing the same thing yeah, yeah. And that's how it fills out yeah, well, I think it really changed the way I thought about synths when I realised that people actually just record most of their synths like that, like mm. stacking them like that, like the same thing with multiple different sounds. Because I'd always get stuck on like, I have to make trying this. to make synth sounds that sounded a little bit bigger, and like when I was like, oh shit, I can actually just put the same thing with another sound, and double tracking guitars as well. Yeah, Fuck, it's changed my home demo making. It's all about layers, like yeah. an onion. Just, just like Shrek's good, set, Shrek, you know? good Shrek Good Shrek Good Shrek reference there Yeah Yeah nice um, What was I going to say I don't know that, that Oh yeah That was right I've been um, that Another way to do that you, Instead of do, You can do it at the same time By having your iPhone Voice memoing On your thigh While you're recording the guitar mm. Right and um, Because the iPhone mic Is actually kind of It's got a real vibe to it I know can, I quite yeah, like it Yeah King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard have um, put out songs with iPhone recorded acoustic guitars and shit. That sounds yeah. awesome. Have you ever put it inside the guitar? <laughs> if you owned one, but no, no, I had no, I haven't. <laughs> I just put picks inside there, and then I lose. Wait, it so you I, do have a guitar? I I'm, I borrow one, don't I? Yeah, it's a secret. It sounds like he's been caught. <laughs> <laughs> it's an it's conspiracy. Yeah, it's like does own a guitar. <laughs> I've been. I am Mako Road. <laughs> <laughs> Out here lying to the world. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It. I got so sick of guitar music, but I'm definitely back into it now. Definitely. Guitar music's great. Shout out guitars. Do you ever? Do you ever like get worried that we're gonna run out of guitar music songs? <laughs> like, what if someone's just gonna write every riff? You know. Do you ever think about that? I well, like that dude who writes most of the Wikipedia articles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like it could happen, but you wouldn't know about it. You Are know? we just going to run out of good songs? Maybe. <laughs> I think that's where guitar got to, right? Like, it, it, because like. And then somebody will just make one more and then it's mean. And then. Because here's the thing, like, yeah. It starts you, all over again, you know? Yeah, we've gotten to a point where, you know, riffs are just like. There are genres of riffs now. It's like, oh yeah, that's yeah. a Nirvana. It's like totally. It's yeah. like a Nirvana type beat, yeah. or like a yeah. you know a yeah. Metallica type beat, but it's just like for guitars. And that's why I think guitar got stale for or guitar writing got stale for a while because it was like we've kind of hit some kind of metaphorical ceiling yeah. in terms of what you yeah. can do with it. But I mean, I guess country music ran out of chord progressions decades ago. You know, and <laughs> it's done what guitar is hopefully moving into, which is like. All right. Well, instead of changing the like writing paradigm, we change the production paradigm. We make it. Yeah. We yeah. make the production sound different and interesting. Yeah. I also think there's a massive problem with like the attitude of young guitar players. Just off like people. All... Shots fired. Here we no, go. No, 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 no. Because I'm I'm coming <laughs> from I, I totally came from this from this place. No, no. I'm talking like. You know when you're when you're a kid and you're like listening to guitar music and then you're like, oh fuck pop music. Yeah. Like that really ruined my experience with music for a bit, having that attitude towards it. Just you know? like, and then like coming out of that, 
now I'm like, holy shit, there's all this music that I really liked that I just wouldn't let myself like. But are you telling me so that I was too proud of the guitar? There's no, know? but I get, I get what you're talking about. But there's what there's obviously still going to be music for you right now that you're like, fuck that. Yeah, but it's not because it's a specific genre, you know. Yeah, I just like, I hear a song I don't like, I'm like, mm, okay, boom, and that's thumbs it. down. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not going to be like, damn, this sucks because it's jazz. You know, I'd, I'd like, I don't... Uh, uh, you don't listen to metal though, do you? Nah, I mean, yeah. do you count turnstile? No. Almost? No. Like hard rock? No. I, the only yeah, metal album not that is, much. is Metallica's S&M with the symphony orchestra. I do listen to a lot of Motorhead. We listen to a lot of Motorhead. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. 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 That's where it's at, I think. <laughs> that is where it's at. That's <laughs> the be-all and end-all of guitar music. Metal. Motorhead. Guitar music. No, just, just, no, just guitar music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that on Need for Speed Underground. I fucking love you, bro. You guys play a lot of games as well. You're, yeah, you're pro, you're pro gamers, sometimes. right? Not really. Yeah, I'm pro games. You're pro games? Yeah, I like playing We like games. games. I, I wouldn't say we play a lot of games. I feel like you play a lot when I'm around. It's because like, you don't want to talk to me. Like no, but we like we like communal games. You know, yeah, we like I'm not, I'm not like Mario Karts. Yeah. Is that the one what you're playing? Mario We're playing that. We We've been played playing played a lot of Skate 3. We just rotate the controller around no you're right we do play some yeah games. we do play a lot of games <laughs> you know but and i occasionally like the like the old first person shooter like single player vibe kind of thing there's guys, a couple that i really like do you put music on that you're choosing or do you, do you just have in-game the skate music? three soundtrack it's so fire. fucking good so good it's so good yeah yeah no yeah, you never whole, you have that vibe the tv goes up when skate <laughs> three is on what kind of game should daffodils music be on skate three <laughs> Just skate four. Please skate four. This is <laughs> why fucking EA is listening. <laughs> sync request. That would be a great Someone sync. hit me Seriously, up. Seriously, that would be like. Because I'm. Yeah. yeah, I got the song called Can't Sleep. <laughs> I'm just trying to that sell it be, to someone. That'd be great for, for skate four. Yeah. Isn't New Zealand like a very like pro gamer making games country? Don't we have lots of developers in New Zealand? I think so. I, always hear, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like there is. I feel like we should be getting more. Sinks, guys. You're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe get Crumpet involved as well. True. We were on an online Zara <laughs> ad. Are you? No, we did. We had one yeah. for a bit. What? Yeah. With what it track? It was just Facebook. Uh, why don't you hold me? Interesting. Yeah, they yeah. used the. They used the instrumental eh, of yeah. the chorus. Yeah, that was interesting. What deal? I think that's the only sync we've had. Did you have to did? Like we got have management that would have dealt with that, eh? Uh the um distribution did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was prior to our current managers. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the new Daffodils tracks and the new Lord of the Rings. Uh Daffodils <laughs> funded by the dude that went to space in a dick. <laughs> yeah, are you guys pro billionaires going to space? What? Well, I'm not. I just don't care, really. Yeah. I'm not pro billionaires, so I'm yeah, pro. I'm so pro no. going to space, but not if it's billionaires that are doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Would you guys go to space? Yeah, fuck Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> if someone was like, "You want to come to space?" space I'd be like, you know, yes. Yeah, nice. We Give watch a lot know. of. We watch a lot of sci-fi. That's like that's our movie watching genre. Yeah. What's the best latest sci-fi you watched? Latest. Latest. Yeah. Ooh. Like most recent is another word for that. Mm. Are you trying to get me to say that I think that June was good? 
did you controversial opinion did you think june was good um it was I okay think the, sec, the part two is going to be really good yeah yeah i didn't realize it was, was going to be so so much of a part one part two thing because it felt like just when the movie was getting started the credits rolled and i was like oh that half of the movie <laughs> felt like the I second see. half of fellowship of the ring yeah yeah <laughs> it's I'll, i actually figured out how to describe it it's the pacing of lord of the rings with the coloring of um blade runner 2049 and great movie actually no i'm putting that up there for one of the better modern sci-fis great soundtrack great movie yeah shut up blade runner louis agrees yep i haven't seen it in a while but it's (laughs) right i mean it's got batista in it so that's all the movie needs yeah he's in he's the farmer at the start oh no way yeah it's quite scary there right Yeah, I wouldn't want to fucking get in the ring with Batista, bro. Oh. Hell no, bro. I'd rather take Randy Orton, you know? As about I probably wouldn't even get in the ring with you. With me? Yeah. I am not scary. I think, no, but I, I definitely think you fight you could... dirty, though. Oh, yeah. definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I've got, I've got like, big brother energy, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, older yeah. sibling energy. Like, hold you down and just, like... Yeah, like, submit. Start this hitting, is fun for me. You, you need sh- to give up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Also, I've been hit with a Birkenstock before. It's not that. It's not that fun. You've been hit with they, a Birkenstock. Yeah, they, go, they, they fucking. Who hit you with a Birkenstock? They got a lot of fucking force. Yeah, that, I didn't realize how like, solid they are on the bottom. Yeah, you really get smacked. Do you deserve it though? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've, you guys thinking about moving overseas? Um. Yes, I think we'd like to at some point. Yeah. Do you get the sense that a lot of people in your kind of like uh, not scene or like the age range and music people are kind of thinking the same thing? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been Stockholm syndromed by Auckland. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think, no, but I think the idea of moving away from New Zealand really makes you feel like you'd, you'd just be shooting yourself in the foot. But I don't what do you think mean? that's true. Yeah, what do you mean? No, I think I've just always had this thing of like, oh, all my connections and all of my like friends and shit and like people I know are all in Auckland. Yeah. And so I would just be starting from scratch if I moved overseas, but, but I don't necessarily think that that's true. We'd have each other though. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cute. Well, that's nah, only I if we like moved to the same place. Going to the, the UK has like always been in the, the, the master plan. Yeah. And it's just been like, yo, when can we go? And also... <laughs> Uh, when will the border money? Yeah, when, yeah. When, 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 when will we be able to afford it? Soon. Yeah, especially if you were, it would be a bit easier if you guys were all playing gigs, heaps to get that money rolling in. Yeah, yeah. it would be. Yeah, it's tough. It'll happen though, one way or another. I would be very like, yeah. I in my mind, I just assume like, oh yeah, one day the boys are gonna leave. Would you be sad? Yeah, I have no friends, bro. <sighs> Who else we gonna hang out with? There's just another reason not to leave. I only ever leave the house for this podcast or drinks at your flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that makes me feel weirdly special. Pr- yeah, yeah, special. Yeah, I was gonna say happy, but special's better. You know, there's a nice little thing at your because you, you guys flat together, and there's a nice little thing at that flat where, and I said this the um, other weekend when the darts guys were around. You guys had fucked off somewhere. 
at the front hanging out on your own. That's cool. I was we were having fun out the back. Don't worry about it. Um, but like, I no, was we like, were in trouble with the neighbors. We don't want to contribute yeah. to the noise. <laughs> I get Sorry, a little bit was, carried was, away with the shouting. I had to take myself left. out of it. Yeah, they don't want. Don't worry about it. Um, and I was just sat there with darts, and then the other band. They were great. What were they um, called though? Sure, sure boy, boy, sure boy. Yeah. It was very good, and all that, and I was like, "This is really cool." This it, bands touring and all hanging out together yeah. doesn't really happen when bands come to Auckland unless they're friends and friend group of you guys, and then they hang out at your flat. Yeah, I love that our flat has a little bit become like that. It's really you know? cool because yeah. it's yeah. so limit. That's the that's the hangs that like bigger countries bands get to have all the time because it's just a bigger yeah, population. Yeah, but in New Zealand. It just happens so rarely. Like that's why I loved like Welcome to Nowhere and festivals like that are always great because you can like you got three days to hang you out and camp totally out with one everyone. another. Yes. But like and I just think <clears throat> it's really nice to have you guys like hosting that flat kind of making it possible for that in a very small yeah. way, make that kind of possible. That's yeah. That's great, yeah. Like every time we get to meet new bands we're like sick we can invite them to our flat yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know and like i feel like we're close enough to k road where it's like a good it's perfect good spot like yeah yeah i agree i agree is there any band in new zealand that you haven't met and hung out with that you would love to have hang out at your flat i don't know the flat's a pretty exclusive place (laughs) you know they really have to be met first to see if they're cool enough like yeah sure I'm not inviting Dave Dobbin around. It's not happening. I was about to say the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's not happening. Um, oh, there's so many, so many bands, you know. It, just every band. I've got this. People thing can just come and hang yeah. out. I like, I like hanging out with if people. You, if any band is listening, you're welcome. Cool. Just put any band. Say the address. No, we're not <laughs> doxing ourselves. <laughs> on not quite. Harco podcast. <laughs> um, but hit us up. You can come over. Any it's friend of Isaac is a friend of ours. No. Yeah, so that's that's the only um question in the uh the vetting. You like you have to know at least one person here. If like, you know a member like, of two cartoons, you're allowed over. <laughs> like that time where all the I, I invited people over and then left. That's happened more than once. <laughs> when was Actually that? that's the first time the Darts guys came over. You were like, let's have a drinks. At your, at your guys' place. And no, we were like, yeah, sure. And then oh, you turned yes, up for, yes, that's for half an hour. No, and then no, you were no, like, no, 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 I'm no. going home for no, dinner. No, 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 no. I was there on time early. Mm. And then I was there for an hour and a half. And I was like, I have to go it home was, and cook dinner. And no that. one else has turned up yet. And so I was like, well, i got to go. And then and then you left and like And then I get messages from like, I think like Ezra from Earth Tongue and a whole bunch of people were like, oh, Isaac told us to come here. Yeah, everyone was being like, where's Isaac? And we were like... We don't great. know. It was great though. We met so many people that yeah, we just cool. didn't know. See, isn't and that beautiful? They were invited to our house, so it was cool. It was all good. And yeah. I was like, this is great. Yeah. It's yeah. only going to be good people, you know? Yeah. When's Crumbfest happening? Ooh, We've been sick. talking about this idea. I, I mean, we don't have to give the exact address, but these boys live on Crummer Road next to my cafe, R.A.P. Crumb. Um, Rest in peace. <sighs> Shout out Crumb. And Shout out Crumb. Greatest yeah. cafe. Ever. In fact, this episode is coming out on the last day of Crumb. No, oh. <laughs> I need to Don't go. Like, me. I need to go there every day. Really, yeah. I just want cheesy pickles, man. Bro, I can, I can 
I know how to hook you up with you. Like, I gotta get my iced Americano fix. Yeah, before I can't I have do to that. Try yeah, I can tell you how to pickle your it. own pickles though. Make you can. Pickle that would be great. Yeah, Chef Mac. Um, crumb fest. Crumb fest. Uh, thanks, it's actually crumb stock. Crumb stock. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you, Louis. Yeah. For getting us back on track there. After the cheese and pickles, just thinking about cooking food. Um, yeah, that's got to happen. It does. I've. Obviously, Red Alert level is probably not the right yeah, place that's, to do Yeah, that's it, why I stopped because I was kind of starting to make moves. But I mean, we were thinking about it being like a... I guess it's, it's kind of hard our original plan now that Crumb's closing because we've had, yeah. had had a chat about trying to turn it into like a block party thing. That was the end game. But, but I think we're like keen to, to have a little party, yeah. see how it goes, and then potentially turn it into more of a like... You make sure you give your neighbours a bit of a heads up on that one. Oh yeah, of course. Um, this is a heads up though. <laughs> right? they listen, everyone on Cromer Road listens to this podcast, right? <laughs> I should bloody hope so. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably like it doesn't have to be this. Maybe that's what was holding it back. Was like, oh, it has to be this big thing from the get go. But it could just be that you could just borrow those decks and get James Max PA and just have bands in the garage for an afternoon. That's yeah, all it needs that, to that's be. That's kind of yeah. what the plan was. Uh, we when just you, got you put fucked it like by that, the weather and then we ended up in a lockdown and it kind of just, you know, one thing turns into another and suddenly turns, oh, you're yeah. like, you've been talking about something for two years and well, it hasn't we, happened. Well, we even had like, we were getting like um, a PA from Red Bull the first time and it was all like set to go like, and then. And now Red Bull off. hate music. <laughs> now, yeah, then yeah, Red now Bull, Red Bull now hates Red Bull music. Hate they literally, music. yeah, they got rid of their music department <laughs> in Auckland. Yeah. So it's like. What the fuck? Bad though? call, you know? Yeah. They Who? could have been a part of crumb stock. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Isn't Their it, loss. <laughs> isn't it crazy that almost every kind every part of business relies on music to make it cooler mm. or to make it market and all those things? And yet when yeah. budget cuts come mm. in, music is the first thing that's cut. Yes. Yeah. What the hell? That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, Evidently okay, they're not that, that good at marketing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I dare tough. someone to make a completely silent ad, apart from <laughs> the old uh, NZTA ads, the or really like the traumatic ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from those, you can't make something like that. You got to do an. You got to do a Bunnings ad with no music. Fucking try it. Someone, someone try it. See how you go. Some marketing person. <laughs> The gauntlet's been thrown down. You're trying to get everyone desynced from marketing. You're like, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no, let's yeah, see. You'd, you'd, you'd try it and you'd be like, fuck, this is shit. Yeah, it's shit. It is shit. It is shit. Everyone needs music. What's the. Uh, is, is alcohol the best thing to enjoy music on? No. Sobriety. Not necessarily. No? No. You don't think so? No, nah, I remember we, we we tried, it was actually in two days. We tried getting really drunk and making music and it ended up just both of us lying on the floor listening to <laughs> listening to Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> so in one way it is, in another way it's just not at all. Isn't it? Cr- yeah, it's pretty fucked how like completely different headspaces you can get in when trying to write music, right? Yeah. Yeah. The amount of times I've been like high on marijuana. And been like, 
this is amazing this loop I've made and then I come back the next day and I'm like this is fucking shit ass dude yeah it's so shit <laughs> so that whole story of like being in recording studios be like we're gonna fucking be here till three in the morning yeah. we're gonna fucking make we're making American Idiot and shit and then it's just like well this is all everything past 10pm was trash <laughs> A good night's sleep is yeah. <laughs> what we need. Yeah, what? I mean, I feel like you can, you hit a you hit a ceiling with how yes. much better you get when you're doing anything. I think right? it's like, an I think age it's like, thing as well. Like you guys don't still it annoys me, but it's normal. You guys still aren't getting the hangovers you deserve. Oh no, they they they're bad. <laughs> they're I getting just, worse, Theo, but they'll get even worse. No, nah, but I've just found that the best way to deal with them is go out and do stuff, mm. and like going to work and shit and you just have to be there and it's like you kind of just work yourself through it sometimes yeah. they're really rough though was your question is alcohol the best way to enjoy music or to, to make music make music to make music to make music and enjoy two separate questions I feel like to I enjoy don't music really know like alcohol's not a good way to enjoy no, music well it no. is it, don't get me wrong it is but, but it's but not the best it's not it's not necessary I mean hmm. you know then uh, yeah. Do you guys do you guys wish that you didn't have to play in bars sometimes? Or do you like I mean we in don't bars? have to. Well you kinda have to. Where else are you gonna play? Tuning churches. Court. Oh yeah, churches. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I love I love I love playing in bars. Yeah. I, honestly yeah, I, it's fun, you know? Like particularly you know, as much as there's a severe lack of venues in Auckland we do still have some really fucking good ones. Yeah. And like Whammy, Wine Cellar, all of them, they're great venues. I'll stand by that till the day <laughs> that I die. Controversial opinion. They're great, they're great venues. Yeah, shout out. I think the reason we like bars is because you can just be loud. Mm. You know? We played in the museum once in the middle of the day. Oh, and people came and downstairs to tell us to shut like, up. Can you be quiet? And we were, we're like, well, why did you ask us? This dude play? came down and made Isaac play the entire set with brushes. And we were like, why what? did you even weird. ask us to really come? Weird. Like, yeah. Okay, so what, yeah. give me more, you, what was this? You, I can't you even remember. They just booked us thing. for something. Yeah, in the middle weird. of the day. Someone must have been like, hey, let's get a band to do this. <laughs> but they didn't really think about it. because People do often... Sometimes message us and be like, "Hey, like I was just wondering how much it would cost you to do a wedding." I'm like, well, "We don't. We're not really a wedding band. I feel like we've had a few of those. We can play for an hour and a half tops. Like, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, we probably can't pull up and do like four do hours worth of twice. Like, <laughs> I remember when um, it was one of the first tours that two cartoons did, and we did it with our friends Males, and um, we 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 booked a gig in Wanaka. We were like, I really want to fight. It was actually the first show of the tour, I think. And it was at um, this Irish pub down there on the corner. And um, we turned up and they were like, all right, cool. So music starts at nine and, it f- and we want you guys can finish like around maybe like midnight. And we're like, well, there's only two bands. And they're like, oh, well, we need music from nine till midnight. We're <laughs> 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 like, oh. took out his head. Six songs at the Six time. Six songs. And Males no. barely had more than that. Oh, no. And it would turn to Saviour, <laughs> our Lord and Saviour, Brad Craig. Bradley. Yes. Alan Craig. 
um, thanks, Brad. The the jukebox we would call him from from that <laughs> point on was in it. We're basically like, okay, well, Brad's gonna because he grew up with a very musical family playing like sing alongs. Yeah, and all oh, the, that's Trisha. so good. So like, it was like Brad. You are playing covers for two hours, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll take a small break, and then the and the band's play. And then after that, if we've got any time left, you'll be playing more covers. <laughs> it's fucked. It's so crazy. I wish I wish yeah. I could have seen that gig. To be honest, it was amazing, man. I I had there's someone who's a friend of a friend who I like met the like in the last couple of years who was like, oh yeah, I was at that gig. Oh, awesome. And I was like, no fucking way. He's like, yeah, bro, I saw two cartoons back in Wanaka. I'm like, we only ever played, we never went back. Yeah. <laughs> we never went back. We had that one show and never went back. Brad yeah. said no. Brad, yeah, yeah. Brad's like, nah, bro. The other option is you do two songs and then swap bands, two songs, swap back and so forth. And oh, and you just waste what, all the time and waste so much time. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, yeah, the the best tour sure we did. Sure, you that could have talked your way through an hour of that. I wasn't always this talky. I don't believe you. Yeah, I don't believe. Yeah, you. no, I was this talky, but not <laughs> not in my not into how, microphones how, or like anything. What year was this? Rockquest really changed that. Um, we actually met you at Rockquest like way earlier than we became mates. Yeah, Louis swerved you. Mm. Yeah, you guys. You went to high five him, and he went. Mm? I can't believe I was just. I thought that was it would be funny. I mean, I just. It's funny. It was funny. It's funny because it's it would have been funny. funny to you guys. And then, like, it you shows that it's now now that you've you've done a few rock quests since then, like since being in Rock Quest Day, and you've probably had the same realization or the same like shift as I did when I started working at Rock Quest as opposed to being a rock quest about the difference in giving a shit working at Rock Quest compared to when you were a kid giving. Yeah. How much you like when you when you're cared, entering yeah. it, you're like this is fucking crazy awesome yeah like i'm gonna fuck with the mc we're all like gonna <laughs> this is the biggest moment of the year kind it, of thing it was i mean and it, and it is yeah and then you start you, you start working for them and you realize like the mindset is like this is the first one of the day i've got another one this afternoon <laughs> i got fucking two more and two yeah. more days like yeah fuck these kids <laughs> like and then but to be fair like and then they, they they get up there and they play their songs and you're just like it's a very reinvigorating, like, oh, this is what music's meant to be. Like, this yeah. is so, like, sweet and cute and, and, and like, trying to rediscover that. Because you can get, I'm sure you guys have had that. You just lose sometimes that, like, it's meant to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I still, still love going to rock so yeah. I still love going to watch them. Like, I, I think it's cool as fuck. Yeah, they better not ever lose funding because... It's so important. I reckon I it's massive and like like we can attribute our whole uh, band to it. Yeah, right. Because all it, what it, all it gave us was a deadline. It was like a we're like, yeah, we, were like we have to start a band. Like yeah. let's do it. Like we and then like we got we got past the first section and it's like you need two more songs in two weeks and we're like yeah and okay. then like after a like, month we already had four songs yeah and, and it's like, like now you've got and then we we were like well if we write a couple more we could do a set like mm. not in Rock West and that was it that was. That was the whole band. Yeah, and, and like, like a lot of our first gigs were at uh, Low Tide when Benji was running it. Yeah, shout out Benji. Yeah, shout, shout out Benji. Low Tide reference. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it was just like that was the only reason that we would have ever had enough songs for that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, well, think about like me like being like, like exactly like you guys when you're into Rock West, but in Timaru, where it's the only gig of the year of any kind <laughs> there is no other music that happens yeah. throughout the year other than the rock quest night was like the whole town there 
Is it a town or is it a city? It's I don't a know. city, I think. <laughs> I think I think it's at twenty five thousand now, which I think is city. At the gig or like <laughs> at the show. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we never had heats. Oh, you just straight to regions. Straight finals. Yeah. Obviously. No, Every there band were 25,000 people there, bro. They were putting on a full-on gig. Do you yeah. think that kick-started your career as two cartoons? We were 3.30, half skipping, of 6.60. Skipping to regionals, do you think that made an impact in your life? No. I, I, no, because I didn't anyway. realise. I, I, well, the weird thing is, like, I started in year 11, was the yep. first time I entered, and I think we came third that year. And it was nice. just like, we didn't know anything else. It was like, we didn't know there were heats or anything. So it just kind of felt normal. Like anyone could enter. The quality yeah. wasn't super yeah. great, whatever. Um, but second year we had a, we had a singer who, we added a singer to the band who was older than us. And he had traveled to, he was going to Glastonbury to attend the festival. He'd saved up all his money. He was a year older than us. I think that made him like 18. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to Glastonbury and coming back. So we couldn't do the Timaru final. So we oh. had to, we had to, um, Matt Eland allowed us to um, enter the Dunedin one oh, instead. Legend. But it meant we had to do heats. We had to right. drive down and do heats, try to get through that and try to do finals. And we ended so up a coming bit, a bit of an ego second. <laughs> well, it was, but we ended up coming second down there. Oh. But ego boost then. <laughs> which was good. And we got to the yeah. national final that year. But it just meant that when we came back to Timaru, we were like, Oh, like this is really easy because we yeah. had just done heats and all these things. And Timur yeah. was just like you're straight in. And so then the last year, you you were back in Timaru for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we that singer had left, and then we just stayed as the three piece. Yeah, yeah. And that's the how we did piece. that. And what, then what I, band was that? That was these dancing wolves, uh, which was like the one that a few people remember because shout out to James Stutley of Carbon Carb, who runs Pop Eighty Records. Yeah, he made this a seminal compilation called pressure to be 18 and bands of New Zealand 18 and under or something. It's, it's something like those words. So, and it was a compilation made up entirely of recorded music made by New Zealanders of 18 year olds and, and under. And my, these dancing wolves was on that. I think Gibby, our guitarist had hooked that up through MySpace at the time because yeah, yeah. MySpace <laughs> was huge. And my friend Maddie's band grass cannons, I think was on there as well. Yeah, and a whole bunch of basically like a lot of people in the in the New Zealand music scene were all on that yeah. compilation at the time. Oh, that's so sick. It was sick. And then I started working for Rockwest the year after that. I started uni and Glenn Common was like, I need uh, an MC for the Invercargill <laughs> final. And I was like, Yeah, sure. Mike Fabulous came and picked me up and drove me down from Dunedin. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, to Invercargill and showed me I think what would have been the Phoenix Foundation record with Buffalo on it. I think it might just be called Buffalo. Yeah. Um yeah. he showed me the demos of that because he had it in the from from the guys and then I was like, this is so you're real this is a real musician. This is so fucking cool. <laughs> and we just played this game of like guessing what genre the Invercargo uh band names were. Mm. And oh, every yeah. every one of them were metal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Rockwest is an institution, man. I make the argument that it should be, they should, like, before I say, I should ask you guys, did you do NCA music at any level? Yeah. Yeah. Did you do it through to level three? Yeah. Did, did it really, did you enjoy it? Did it help 
now that you've been in, in a band and in all these things, had, did it actually tr- translate in any way for you? Do you mean like how? How do you mean? Like you are musicians, so NCA music should probably be something you really enjoy and fits really well. But my experience is that NCA did not f- music curriculum did not. Um, well, I mean, we, I we could get performance credits from doing Rock Quest, yeah, which was great. Right. Like that was awesome, really, because mm. it was I, like wouldn't even have to try for that. It was just like easy credits because even if you didn't do well in Rock, it, it didn't matter. Like it was just that was dumb. Yeah, you know? I think I liked it mostly because all of my friends were in it. Yeah, we were. And I think I think that the curriculum itself. Is probably incredibly out of touch. Yeah. Um, As are, I'm assuming, most school curriculums. Um, It was all right. It was like it was. It was totally fine, and we had we had some great teachers at Springs. Because my, you know, it was it was um yes, it was was still my favorite class. You guys went to Western Springs. Yes. Music class was like you could just grab a guitar and go outside and just do whatever you want really. And you had like real musicians and and industry people like actually working, right? As teachers? Mm. Were there a few? No? Were they just like... I wouldn't say that. No, we... um, Because Dan from Racing works there now. He's there now. He's my little Ah. brother's music teacher. Um, But not in particular when we were there. Um... But the teachers we just we like we great, got on like, really well yeah, with the teachers and they'd let us like they kind of just let us do what we wanted right as long as it was a good on. thing for us yeah. I'd say yeah um, there was a lot of jamming that happened a school. lot of jamming right um in year thirteen us and our entire friend group really we <laughs> we entered the year thirteen the talent show for the whole school. Um, and we played Freebird for ten minutes in front of the whole school <laughs> with like with four guitars, four guitars every keyboard, bass, drums. Um, yeah, the notes back we it, got yeah. were uh, that was good, but it was pretty self indulgent. Yeah, no, and we didn't we didn't even like care about the crowd. We, we were just like having the best time. We had one one, one practice, practice before, and we came third, and it was <laughs> it was the best thing ever. Like. It was like that was the peak of high school. It was. It really was. And I think it's the only time I've it, ever been I just happy. Can't find it. Like I'm kidding. That's not true. But <laughs> it was pretty. It was pretty good. That was a. It was. was, a, that was it a was. A, it was a highlight. <laughs> it was a highlight of school in general. But I remember happiness playing Freebird and at the, high school. But it was like imagine ten people on stage like having the best time, and then like a whole, a whole school of, of school of just sitting quiet like. For ten minutes, just like they've just got that like incredibly blank like when the when is fuck this gonna is end? This ending? <laughs> yeah, that was what playing to people at intermediate school was like as well. Yeah, it was like so hard. they and they 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 came up with this rule at intermediate school because people would go overboard with clapping that you weren't allowed to clap until the end of the assembly, <laughs> and then they'd get us yeah. up to play in front of the school, and no one would clap at the end because yeah. you weren't allowed to. No, it was like you can't clap after each song, just only at the end of yeah, the last yeah, song. It was, it was like, it was weird. Just like I reckon the <laughs> so intermediate weird. school, the entire intermediate school, those like those gigs, will always be the hardest ones. Yeah, we started with the hardest. Just like kids sitting there, arms crossed, bored as fuck. They don't. They like. They don't want to see you play music. No one wants to see you play. They don't want to be at fucking school. KKK <laughs> took my baby away in front of the school really badly yeah. at like two thirty in the afternoon on a Thursday. You know, you're like, no, I'm I gotta get home for Dragon Ball Z. The very first song we ever played. Can you guess what it was? 
in front of people? Oh, no. It's pretty easy. What is it? Was it was it uh smells like teen spirit? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Was it? Yeah. Uh, it was the very oh, first song yeah, we did in like, our first band. Cuz you you guys have done rock quest stuff um like been it. Have you ever done band quest stuff? Yes, we did one year. And you kind of realized that like those well, I've, I've songs mentored bands at Ponsonby. Eternal. Yeah. Like there's, yeah. it's not like there's new versions of Smells yes. Like Teen Spirit that thirteen it's, it's year olds that are listening to now. And they zombie, are, they're just um, listening to Smells Like Teen Spirit <laughs> yeah. and discovering Metallica yeah. and like it's yeah. the, it's crazy. It's yeah, it's yeah, like one of, my, one of my bands at, when I was mentoring at Ponsonby did Zombie, Zombie and um Price Tag, you know that song? Oh no, nah, that's that people that's, don't play that that much anymore. Yeah, really? I they, played they, that you, one. You know, um, the Jesse J one. The Jesse J one, yeah. Money, money, money. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I know that song. Always no, no, I was at, I was at the very first band quest and there were like four or five different versions of Rehab. Oh, yeah. Amy Winehouse and then Zombie was there. Yeah. And then Smells Like Teen Spirit was there. Um, and a couple of Blink covers. Mm. Yes. Because, you know, the, the, the ones a little bit ahead of the time were always like, yeah, I'm into Blink-182. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, there was a Timaru band, I think, in last year's Rock Quest. They were basically like, "We do Blink One Eight Two, and I was like, "I've never been that's prouder." <laughs> that's neither so from Tamuka. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm. Um, that's whole, really all I want to be. My whole thing is that in like Rock Quest, Smoke Free Rock Quest, should be just the NCA music curriculum like project of the of every school's year. Well, some schools do do that as a thing, but but but, but I like don't know. The, that but, makes it kind of. No, but like, like for everything, like if, if if you're a writer and performer into music, you get to like entering the thing and writing the songs and doing all that stuff. Yeah, like every school can take it as credits. But if you do yeah. it. If, if you're like a periphery, it, it would allow people to come into say like music curriculum because say like Rock Quest is part of it, and but the other part is you get you put on a gig. The, the kids put on their own gigs. So you have two gigs a year. One is the Rock Quest one. Then after that, they organize and do their own gig. That will allow people who aren't necessarily performers or musicians to get into the music thing because they're really big fans of music. Yeah. And they could learn about like actually like sound. Essentially mains for high school students. Like, oh. Like, an, but you're talking about an yeah. NCA like internal. Yes. That is that. Oh, yes. but they have you know that what? for theatre. They you know have what else like, that oh, would yeah, facilitate? They have for music. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, because yeah. there's not enough underage venues. You know, no, but every school has a hall. It's a great excuse. No, but it's a good excuse to like. Yeah, but school halls sound like shit. Yeah, but you don't care when you're in your high when you're in high school. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's 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 a great way to great place to start. But that could also be a a good excuse to like put music into more venues. I mean, the the, the, the biggest problem is that just arts subjects in general, and often music is. They're all just incredibly underfunded. All yeah, the time. which which reinforces the whole thing about New Zealanders not liking art because they're not actually like introduced to it early on. Yeah, you know, and then they're just like, oh, this is this is this is the background for my partying. I was like in Wanaka over yeah. visiting family, and I was going for a walk, and um, I heard the people walking on the track opposite me, and I heard what is like a classic Kiwi thing of like, oh, yeah, who's playing at that? And someone goes, oh, I don't actually know. The only one I recognize is LAB. But, you know, I'm just going there for the vibes. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. that, that is the New Zealand <laughs> Festival goer. It's, yeah. m- music is just a background. And that's fine f- 
but like yeah i feel like if we it's that is the default setting because we don't introduce new zealanders you know it's it's one thing to have your experiences he did at western springs which is probably one of the more like artsy liberal um high schools in yeah, Auckland. Totally, imagine totally. going to timaru boys high school and and there's there's you, you, I only know about Arctic Monkeys because my friend bought the one enemy magazine that gets shipped into the South Island every wow. month. You know, like yeah, and like we only know that that what gigs are because Rockquest comes to us once a year. Yeah, wow. you know, it's that's that's what most kids' existence is, and then we're like, why do we keep getting the same kind of people into the music industry? It's so weird. Yeah. They're just yeah. they're all from like the same places in Auckland and Wellington. You're so right, yeah. You know? That's crazy. It's undervaluing of that Which would completely change if they just like new Smoke Free Rockers has already got relationships with all the high school music teachers around yeah, the country. Yeah, yeah. They already travel to the things. They already do all that shit. Like why not just properly fold them into the Ministry of Education, fund them completely yeah. and and then free them up to add on top of it. They're like, cool. Our like main program is now Ministry of Education funded. Yeah, well, like and, and workshops, and, right? And, and that like frees and that frees and us up to like we can still get the sponsorship from Rock Shop and all these places coming. What can we do with that? Maybe we could bring the schools tour back. Did I mean you guys are probably too young for the schools tour, right? Did you miss that? What What's that? Schools tour was this thing that Boost Mobile put on sponsored. Do you, were you too young for Boost Mobile? Do you remember, it was like skinny before skinny. <laughs> Right, um, yeah. It was the cool. It was the cool cell phone brand. You know, yeah. they were down with like urban culture. That's like, I think that's how <laughs> they put it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, but the cool thing they did is, and this is actually how I met Matt Eland because this was what he right. was in charge of. They essentially funded each year. They funded an up and coming band, which were usually from the uh, just because of the time period was uh, like from the Christian pop punk scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they would fund that band and Matt. Matt would be the uh, like tour um, manager and organizer, and he would go up and down with them. And for like three or four months, that band would be on tour, playing at every high school up and down the country. That we had, had rackets come to our school. Would that they have been did the that same themselves? Thing? Yeah, yeah, I thought that because yeah. they're case. fucking amazing. Yeah, that but was great. Schools tour would be like, okay, cool. We're we're gonna put a gig on, and your we bring this band around. We put you on, put put them on at lunchtime, and then they might play like a main gig in the in the city center later on. Yeah, and if you one rock quest your regional you were the ones tasked with organizing the gig that they would come play at and so because we were in timaru that would that was like always us and i remember like we had like goodnight nurse was the first band that did it like joel little was playing at mountain view high school hall at 1 p.m in the afternoon yeah to like me as a 13 year old (laughs) being like this is the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life, dude. Like, <laughs> it was amazing. And it's just it, like, I'm sure there's a whole generation of like Timaru kids or rural kids in the music scene now purely because they actually got schools tour uh, yeah. coming to their high school yeah. and she's showing them proper bands. Yeah, that's cool. Totally. And it just, why isn't that happening now? Like, I would love. We, we did some, like, it was at Ponsum Intermedia that was called Roadshow, but we'd just go. To other primary schools. Nah, but that was just them wanting to try. That was just them trying to get trying to make the school look cool. Yeah, but it was still cool. Yeah, and then springs. They dressed it up well so that you felt like you weren't just like 
I don't know what's. Nah, what's I'll tell you what. Like getting out of like fourth period on a Thursday because you were going on tour. Yeah, it was was treats. the coolest shit ever. It was so mean. <laughs> And they'd take you in the van and you'd have to yeah, sit go back in the there van, like trying like, to not let the snare... Packing out gear has never been so fun. Like, <laughs> Have you guys yep. managed... Do you, do you, did you get your tour... Have you toured New Zealand? Ever. Did, 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 did that happen? We did Christchurch, Dunedin, Wellington, Auckland, and then we went back into a lockdown. Right. Well, I'm glad you got to do that, though, because <laughs> you've been talking about that for so yeah. long. That would have yeah. been really gutting. But there's a lot of places that... I still really want to play here that we just haven't had just the chance to yet. Like, I'd quite like to do a more extensive New Zealand tour that's not just the main cities. Yeah. I think would be really cool. Um, do the house party tour. Yeah. yeah that, that would be, be so great. cool. Well, that's what... That, we might have to develop that after this fucking um, alert system and, yeah. and lack of venue funding kills all the venues in New Zealand. You, yeah. you might have to like, yeah, we're doing house parties up and down New Zealand now. Which would be vibey, but like, it'd be nice to have both. <laughs> Do you reckon we could convince our landlord that should make more money off of our place if we turned it into a venue? We could try. No, that wouldn't work, eh? Maybe. Maybe. Many things to think about. I remember, like, Matt Eland, he's getting a lot of shout outs. Matt Eland of Smoke Free Rock West. Wonderful man. Um, talking about, we were talking about the American system, how they have in America just a whole house, there is a whole house party scene. I think Carbon Carb went and did a big tour mm. of just like house houses, house venues. Wow. And it's like a, a normal thing you can do there because a lot of American houses have like basements and shit. That's so cool. Yeah, that's and, so um, and how like we, it's weird that we just pay a lot of money like with Outward Sound or whatever to just get them over to America Whereas we and then they have to like sleep in hotels and do all this stuff. Why don't we just buy places for New Zealand bands to go and tour and stay in America? Just a one-off cost, and then you, you can mean like buy property in America. Yeah, across it just for bands to stand. It's this whole. Inf- it's this <laughs> it's whole. It's a great idea. Like a what and turn it into like a venue as well. No, well you could, but it would, at, at the very least, it could be a place where like you guys could like, oh, we need to, we, we can't move to the UK yet, but we're going to go over and play some gigs. Mm. Wouldn't it be great if there was like a, a New Zealand co- com- New Zealand Music Commission flat yeah. in London that anyone, any New Zealander touring band and could actually just, crash on? It's just always packed. Like there's always just other New Zealand bands there. It's always be, yeah, right. always be fun. Like, yeah. You know, like yeah. that, yeah. it's just this whole infrastructure versus product funding. Which I'm a big fucking geek on, but like I just it just would make so much sense. Theo's nodding totally. silently. That is a great idea. I yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. No, I reckon that'd be cool. Um, Wouldn't that just be the coolest job ever if you were just the manager of that like hostel? Hell yeah! And you just like you just like greet the bands coming, you just hang out with them, or just do the bookings, and then that's your job. That's your job. <laughs> yeah. What you mean, like a like a Airbnb owner? Yeah, like, but but you're paid by New, the New Zealand government to be there, just to like keep track of shit. Yeah, keep it under control. Keep yeah. all keep all the hooligans like yourselves turning up and checking. The matrix D and of a shitty little flat in the middle of London. <laughs> yeah, that's sick. <laughs> yeah, and technically you're an ambassador, like. Just you just the like if I <laughs> New Zealand embassy is just like a shit house <laughs> villa. Yeah. 
Once Probably I get is, actually, I, w- I would have no idea. Once I get rich quick on um, cryptocurrencies, that's exactly. It. I'll, do, I'll I'll buy the London flat. And you guys, two I, strikes, Isaac. It's that's up the to second you. time you've talked about <laughs> it. Actually, that that does lead me into that shit that happened yesterday. That dude that's like putting up all of the fucking NFT versions of everyone's music. You're talking about hat piece. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like haven't really had enough time to look into it properly yet, but it's I don't know who the fuck wants to buy a Leo underwater for a hundred bucks or a link to it for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're not gonna make any money off There's that. so much going on in that story. There's so yeah. much going on in that story. There's like you can talk about like what what are even music NFTs. You can have you can have the NFT conversation. You can have the cryptocurrency conversation. You can have the like music industry conversation of like how does a business set up like this and do this, you know, regardless of what technology they're using. They're essentially yeah. like scraping Spotify. Yeah. And it's like an industry connected person who's used to work at Sony who's like yeah. running this. I read a little bit about it. It's pretty crazy, man. It's just so like I don't know. It's such a weird. This is why, like, the music industry is such a fucking weird industry to be in. Post Napster, you know what I mean? Because like, yeah. it's a whole industry based on trying to monetize something that is like also respected but not respected at the same time. Mm. It's like respected for what it brings to society, but not yeah. respected for what how it's made. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's not that's not me with an opinion on it. That's just like kind of just how it is at the moment, you know? Yeah. And there's so many different aspects on how to approach that question and, and positions to have on that and how changes that could be made. And it's nuts, man. It's, it's a nuts industry to be in. Yeah. And then you add crypto blockchain to it and you're in, you're, you're like, you're in the, saying you're in the weeds or whatever, like in that situation is, is an understatement. Yeah. You got a beers? You need another beer? You got PS good. I'd have an Urban Ort if that's all right. If you want to, you I can. I like the Max, but if, if that's okay, I would love one. We love Urban Orts here. It's my go-to beer. Shout out Urban Ort. Shout out Urban Ort. Thanks, Kingsland. Oh, Kingsland. You want an Urban Ort? Yeah. All right, boys. Do you have any questions for me? I spend so much time fucking talking about everyone else. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what streaming provider are you with? What are do you, you mean? My, like DSP, or you mean like what do I what do no, I like what do you listen to music on? I if I'm listening to music for for enjoyment and not for some other means, I'm on Apple Music because it's higher quality music. I really, I grew up with iTunes, and the fact yeah. that it's organized like iTunes feels really familiar and really nice to me. And I really like how they don't kick Neil Young off because of Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why? No, it's more it's it, and like if you go to an, if you're trying to find a new artist, I actually prefer the profile on Apple Music to Spotify because it has the music there and the albums there, the singles and the albums, but also has mm. all the interviews yeah. that that artist has been involved in, in in Apple Music as well as music videos. It's got a more multimedia approach to an artist's totally. discography than Spotify Tidal's does. like that too, eh? I would check out Tidal, but I've just already got... I like Apple. Yeah, know. no. No, no, totally. You know, and, and it's very... And for me, like, when because I... Like you said, like you guys, for your filter, you play music live to your fans. For my filter, I bounce demos to my phone and I play over speakers to friends. And Apple Music allows me to bounce sync. So like essentially as if it's on 
the demo is already on Spotify, but it's yeah. on Apple Music. So yeah, yeah. The, but I do have Spotify. I don't pay for it. I have a family account that I that I've hitched onto. If that yeah. went away, I wouldn't pay for it. Yeah, I would just let it go. But it's there because there's you know a huge percentage of New Zealanders are on Spotify. So if I make playlists for people, it's good to have it on there yeah. for them. Completely. And for and the fact that they're like. Discover Weekly and New Music Friday stuff is slightly different to Apple. I, I do get different recommendations given to me, Spotify to Apple. Yeah. Like Wet Leg. Got, oh, yeah, I've heard of them. Well, they got delivered to everyone on Spotify, but not a single person on Apple Music. Really? Yeah, they're a Spotify plant, industry plants. Damn. I know. So, yeah, that's, that's, what, I, that's what I used to stream. I'm a big live sessions on YouTube guy as well. Mm. No, I agree with that. I've yeah. just I only ask because I've I've just moved to Apple Music and I'm like nice. kind of enjoying it so far because we I've, I've been on Spotify since like 2012. It was the default for so many of us, I yeah. think, yeah, because it just yeah. arrived first. Yeah, I, I I changed to Apple Music when Apple Music first came out because I was like, I might as well try the three month trial, mm. and it was so buggy. Like it would just, it was so bad. I had to go, I just stopped because it was just useless. It was unusable. Yeah. And then I haven't been back on it since, but yeah, right. recently I've been thinking about it. Getting sexy with it? Well, I think it looks better. I hate well, to say I don't it, know. I, I, don't I, like, like, I, like, I don't I like the green black color combo. The I only think thing it's bad. I think it's bad. The I, now I've been on it, I'm like, damn it. it. Actually, it does look better. The UI is horrible on Spotify. Trying to like... Really? Yeah. I still think the UI is okay, but I don't like the way it looks. Honestly, like trying to just get where I'm trying to go on Spotify is fucking horrible. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. I hate it. And like, if... if honestly, if... I, I, I just wish that my Apple Music app would merge with my Apple Podcasts app. Right. True. That's the only difference. Spotify at least has them both in one place, but it's impossible to try and like, that is the thing that fucks the UI for me to go yeah. between trying to find an album and an artist and a podcast and a thing okay. and an episode. It's horrible. This awful matchups, you know, you, yeah. Yeah. whereas Apple Music's trying to solve that by having a separate, them in separate places, but just have, just no, have no. a podcast category in the iTunes, yeah. you know, set up. So good. That's how I feel. The only thing like keeping me with Spotify is like, just the amount of how much it knows me it. like because now like <laughs> you know like That's I've so used it creepy, so, Louis. So I'm telling you so I'm creepy. telling you bro but Louis you know? gets recommended Tame Impala by Spotify <laughs> and he's like oh my god it knows me <laughs> no no, no I you love, can do it bro I like I like I have playlists and then I'll just let them finish and then Spotify will just choose the rest you know mm. I just like that feature really mm. yeah you can still do that I'm actually, you know what I'm really excited about for changing from Spotify to Apple Music is just, and I know I could have done this on Spotify, but I feel like Apple Music almost tries to persuade you to listen to full albums rather than put stuff in playlists. Mm. Like there's a little bit more of a process into putting stuff in playlists. And I feel like I'm the kind of person that would just rather go and click on something and then just listen to whatever it gives me. Mm. So listening to albums is way easier in that regard because mm. it's not like trying to get you to shuffle it all the time. Mm. But that's my two cents on. Yeah, and someone could probably have the complete opposite opinion. Are you talking about like, you? 
No, I'm not talking about me. No, <laughs> no, I mean, but me and Louis are about to have a fight. <laughs> um, but uh, someone would be like, it's so hard to make playlists. It's annoying, but mm. but it's interesting. Like, I wonder if that's. I wonder what the majority is. Well, Louis, you know what I say. What some people's opinions are wrong. That's right. That's true. Probably <laughs> most people's opinions. Thank you so much for being here today. <laughs> Did you have fun? Is it was yeah, it as yeah. it was it as good as you thought it would uh, uh, built up to be after all this time? It was. It was. Was it more enjoyable than uh, uh, than the first time? Yeah. Well, the, the first time, time we had cheese. Yeah. Sorry, we just got beers. That's all right. That's right. <laughs> nah, this has been very fun. Do you guys have any plugs? You, you you just put a single out. Yeah, House Across the Street is on all the streaming services. All of them. All that's of them. It, I think you whores. Yeah. We have, oh, actually, interesting thing. I feel like this is a, the case for a lot of people, but also I've heard that it's not, but also it feels like it is. Confusing, what is this? Just because a lot of New Zealanders use Spotify, most of, like, the differences in the amount of streams of Spotify versus all the other ones for us is massive. Like, I reckon 95 to 99% of all of our streams come from yeah. Spotify. But that makes sense because New Zealand market is dominated by Spotify because of their deal with yeah. Spark. So yeah. if you're a New Zealand-centric yeah. band... And Australia as well. And I again, it, it like Spotify geo-locks you. Yeah. If your audience is primarily yeah. New Zealand, it, it won't serve you overseas. It'll just serve oh. you in New Zealand, Australia. Yeah. Unless you break out of it. Damn. That's a whole other thing, though. But yeah. But yeah, <laughs> got no, it. No, no, yeah. I thought that was interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, it's very, it is a, a very similar story for a lot of New Zealand artists. I feel. Um, and when's the is is there any news on when anything else might be coming out? We referenced a potential some songs that have been recorded that come out. Is there any news on that? We have a finished EP. Yes, it's and very finished, and there'll be something coming from that. May? May? May 12th. Maybe. May 12th? Maybe. Is this an exclusive? May 12th? Is, Maybe. There's a new Daffodils single potentially on May 12th? Yeah. It'll be, it's, yeah. May oh, the 12th be oh with you. Oh my God. Harko Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. We'll find out. Maybe. Oh my God. Um, and. You know what we're like. Yeah, but if it's locked, you guys have people in charge of you now. So I feel like shit might actually like. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, and and on not wanting to end it on a depressing note, but um, the Marlins dreaming show mm. is that happening or not happening? I we don't know. Would I guess, assume it's not happening. We haven't actually heard about it yet. Okay, well, as of recording, we haven't heard about it yet. But the if it is going it's ahead, not. it's Marlins dreaming at Power Station with yeah. Daffodils opening. Yeah. I can't imagine it will be yeah. going ahead, but it, but what? This. Right. What Could would the date be? Sick. If it is going here, when is uh, it? Again? March eighteenth. March eighteenth. Was it? I think. Yeah, something like that. And if it is going here, you should totally go. Marlon's Remy put out <sighs> one of the best albums of last year. Yeah, listen to Hazen World. It's mean. It's amazing. It's really and good. And Daffodils will be really no, rearing to fuck no, that, it up. That would have been nineteenth of February for the power station. Oh yeah, there was a Wellington one in March. The Wellington one was Yeah, no, nah, I don't I don't oh, I well, don't would have been see last there night. being a likelihood of. Well, we either had a great time last night because you said you would get me on the list as your photographer. Isaac, the 19th oh. of March is in 2 weeks. 
Oh, February it's or March? Feb. February. Oh, the 19th of Feb. It's yeah. Technically, it's, it's, it's not looking good. Yeah, it's not looking <laughs> yeah, it's good. Not, this is definitely not We had a great time or we didn't. And we're just celebrating this podcast coming out. Because it's nice to be able to hang out even though it's... It's yeah. Thirsty Thursday. It <laughs> is. It is, yeah. Um, give it up for daffodils, everybody. <laughs> they did good. Very good friends of mine. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks very, for having us. Very on, nice yeah. to hang out. And it's always nice to hang out. I I think I I I just want you guys need to get overseas. I think you have so much fun in England once you get there. Very excited. I'm, as a as an older friend, I'm very excited for what lies ahead yeah. for you guys. Thank you. Yeah, idiots. Thank you kindly. You fucking idiots. You're like idiots, but you're smarter than I was at your age. So it's like, it's totally fine. <laughs> you're the only hope I have for getting older. You know? <laughs> Straight you up, everyone else is like, oh ahead. my God, why am I so old? And you just, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, you're like, I'm you so happy for this you. This is like. fucking awesome. Yeah, bro. Getting I love old is the- better, bro. <laughs> Honestly, life starts picking up. It gets worse. It, it, like the, the, the bottom of the barrel is 25. 23 is the worst year. 25 Nobody likes 23, 23 is the worst yeah. year. 25, you hit a new, you, you, you hit, you actually realize the low you're at. Yeah. And then by 27, you start having some kind of idea of where you want to go. And by the time you hit 30, you're like, fuck yeah, this is, this is way better. I already know where fuck I want to go. Well, you think you know where you want to go. You are. I do. I do know. You guys are smarter than me, so you might actually be ahead of schedule. I know where I want to go. Totally ahead. Where where do you want to go? The pub.